Indeed they are. They always are. And uh, a lot of them this afternoon because uh, things just keep on happening. Uh, Notwithstanding the fact that it is the dog days of summer, according to definition, August the 13th, um, we keep getting new news. It is 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, and our panel today consists of Kim Wright uh, of the NDP, if I may say, Vice President at Hill and & Knowlton, and uh, she represents that particular part of the political spectrum. Hi, Kim. Hi, Peter. How are you today? I am great. Good to see you again. And uh, Mike Van Solen is with us, a former panelist who I was, uh, who I shared the panel with, but uh, then he disappeared to another day. Now I get every day. So he's a principal and navigator. <laughs> And uh, hi, Mike. Good to see you. Hey, Peter. Great to see you. All right. And uh, Adrian Batra is somewhere out there in the ether, and uh, we're trying to get in touch with her, and she'll become the third member if, as, and when. In the meantime, uh, there are three of us to talk. And I, I'm going to throw a bit of a curve at you because um, something's just come across my desk that, uh, like in the last 10 minutes, that uh, we didn't get a chance to send you, but it is not such a surprise that you uh, will not be able to. Um, react the elementary teachers federation of ontario which is pretty significant body um, has just come out uh, through its leader its president sam hammond and denounced the ontario government's decision to repeal the updated um, sex health curriculum sex ed curriculum 2015 so-called and is advising its members which would mean all of the uh, the elementary teachers of the province of ontario at least the ones teaching in the english language to teach the uh, the current one, 2015, not to go back to 1998. What do we think about that, Mike Van Solen? Well, here, here. Um, the uh, it would be great, you know, the, the the irony of all this, and I'll I'll bring this down to you know to, to my life, and uh, is that I have two kids in the Toronto uh, English uh, School Board. Uh, both of them managed to go through uh, grades uh, six and eight uh, this past year with their teachers electing not to teach any of the sex ed curriculum. So uh, I, I would love to see a, a more even application of, uh, of teachers actually taking that responsibility and teaching sex ed. As far as the saber rattling of uh, ETF uh, and, and saying that they're going to go back and, and teach the old, uh, the old sex ed program, um, it doesn't surprise. No, no, they said they're going to teach the new one. Or sorry, yeah, teach teach the new one. Uh, teach the the one that uh, the, the four government the meant to be meant to be the old yes. one. But now yes. now um, look that it does it doesn't surprise me in any way. Uh, the truth is the government has a lot of work to do. To uh, they've acknowledged that going back to the the old one that they wanted to use is is simply uh, insufficient. Uh, they've talked about making sure that they include concepts like consent, talking about social media. So they're working to uh, sort of bridge that gap. There were a lot of Ontarians who wanted to see sort of consultation on this. I, I don't know that the government tr- truthfully had a perfect sort of interim step while they uh, make good on the on the election promise to consult and get a new uh, sex ed program in place. Uh, but uh, but I, I trust that they're going to get on with that work quickly. But uh, I, I take this as, as a bit of a bit of a saber rattling from the union. Well, you know, it's rather interesting. I mean, this is what they say they're going to do. You say your kids um, didn't uh, get taught at all in grades six and eight because the teachers chose not to to address the segments that they had to, and I suppose that's the teacher's right, but uh, who knew? Kim Wright, um, do you think that there's a can of worms being opened up here? Because I've been saying now for the past week or two here on air uh, in other shifts that I've been doing that I, I – 
think that the Ford government has underestimated what the reaction to this thing is going to be. They've said, we're going to teach the 1998 curriculum, full stop period. We're going to consult beginning in September, and we're going to have a new curriculum that isn't either the old one or the new one. It's going to be a new, new one, and it's not going to be in place till September of 2019. And it doesn't look... Uh, listening to ETFO and listening to so far 22 boards and listening to uh, a group of parents who are um, going to challenge the whole thing through the Human Rights Tribunal, it doesn't look to me like this is going to go down easily. Yeah, you know, this is the, I think they underestimated the backlash of the pre-Y2K curriculum that they were going to have to go back to. And frankly, parents uh, and students and People in the community who may not be a parent or a student at this point had some real concerns about what this meant as a society that we were not going to be teaching things like consent about uh, domestic violence. We weren't, uh, you know, the parents of uh, the father of Retea Parsons came out and said, had the Ontario curriculum as it, uh, the, the 2015 curriculum been in place, perhaps his daughter would be alive. And I think those were really significant seminal moments in the discussion. Forgetting the politics of the 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 far right or the the, the folks who may have wanted uh, Premier Ford to rip up the sex ed curriculum and go for broader consultation, quote unquote. But there were some real world consequences to moving uh, away from the discussions that were going into schools around, frankly really important issues around, as I said, consent, understanding proper terms. The well, other also part, bullying the, and the whole, the abs- whole idea of having cell phones and being able to access the internet, exactly. none of which was possible in 98. Exactly. I mean, sexting, you know, all your, think about all the phones you've had since 1998 yeah. and what they can do <laughs> now is a very different thing than what they could do. The other thing, and I've, I've pointed out this on the uh, on the air on this very program not that long ago, 1998 was also pre-spotlight. And what that meant with the sexual abuse discussions in schools and in churches and in our communities really fundamentally shifted these conversations that we should frankly be having if we're really going to protect our schools, our kids, and our communities. So this, Mike, is the first, from what I can see, the first real challenge to this government. Because Mm -hmm. if you have a major teachers union, which was, I'm going to just say it, in bed with the liberal government that preceded this one, uh, and they're saying, ain't going to happen. We're not teaching 1998. If you've got so far, and I say so far because there'll be more, 22 school boards saying, we're not going to countenance the teaching of the 1998 curriculum. We're not distributing it. We're going to go with what we got. If you've got parents who are issuing a challenge, and we're in the middle of August where people are really not concerned yet with what happens after Labor Day, they will be. We're in for a fight, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. Um, and you look, I've I've been really uh, impressed with how the Ford government has gotten out and really been activist, yeah. has worked hard, has, has worked uh, diligently to check off um, accomplishments on their campaign trail. This was one where I think, you know, there probably would have been uh, some time to think about what's the interim measure, uh, interim step uh, to make sure that kids were getting proper education uh, while, while fulfilling the, the campaign commitment to, to do some consultation and make sure that 
parents had really given input on this. But look, I see that this one will uh, this will be lo- longer and more sustained than the Buckabeer uh, brouhaha we had last week. Uh, but uh, but I, but I think it will be real. Uh, the, the, you know, the great news is I think the the minister is alive to it. I think the political folks are alive to it. They've already moderated and sort of thought a little bit about what the execution is going to have to look like. And uh, I'm hoping uh, f- fairer minds can sort of prevail here and we get something in place for this year while we do the the right work that's needed to consult and make sure that we really have something that stands up uh, and will work for teachers in the classroom going forward. Well, I got to tell you, I'm with you, Mike, on, on the statement that you made that they've come out of the gate pretty well, this government. Uh, I don't know if Kim is, and I'm not going to ask you that question, but I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, and, and that is, if they if they haven't come out of the gate in the minds of some people um, the way they should have, what could they do? I'm going to give you an example of what I mean by that. Uh, I have said on the air that had I been um, with them in cabinet, the thing I would have been pushing for because they announced the 1998 return uh, back at the beginning of July, they had plenty of time to put together a blue ribbon panel inside the ministry. These people are at work, and they could have modified the uh, questionable segments of the 2015 curriculum, which would have allowed the things we've we've just addressed to be taught, uh, and then do the consultations they want to do and come in with a new revised uh, across-the-board acceptable curriculum for 2019 and not rock the apple cart with something that's really out of date. No? I agree with you. They could have done that. I mean, the previous government took far too long to update the last set of curriculum. They took over a decade uh, to get around to getting this curriculum. I think their consultation is great to say we're going to do consultation, but doing it in a meaningful way, in a way that doesn't hit the unintended consequences and, uh, you know, of rushing their rushing their fences a bit on these things like they've done in the last month on, on the sex ed curriculum. But I think okay. it's important that we, I think they've done a lot of things. Perhaps they could have taken a time, a couple of extra weeks to get some of their ministers up uh, up to scratch on what they were looking to do and how they might roll out a communication strategy. I think we saw that both on sex ed curriculum as well as what uh, what we're looking at with municipalities in the city of Toronto. Okay, I'm going to get a quick comment before we go to break because we've been joined by uh, the aforementioned Adrian Batra. Hi, Adrian. It's great to be on with you, Peter. My apologies for my tardiness. Not a problem, but I'm going to throw a question at you, and uh, it requires a 30 to 60 second answer because I want you to weigh in on this too. Uh, Sam Hammond, president of the Elementary Teachers Federation, has announced that he's instructing his teachers to teach the 2015 curriculum and not adopt the government's 1998. What do you think? It's unsurprising. Um, I think I I just caught a little bit of what Kim just mentioned with respect to the ill-preparedness of the uh, Ford government on this. But I I think it was very clear during the provincial election that this was something they were going to tackle. They were going to overhaul. I um, am unsurprised that the the ETFO, who, let's face it, they were going to support... I think they, I, I'm not sure, Peter, did they throw the support behind the NDP or the Liberals in the last election? It's, it's hard to say. Um, you know, it's like they stick their fingers up in, in the air and say, oh, which way is the wind blowing? Well, right Pretty now much. the way the wind is blowing is, is, again, is in favor of the Ford government. So uh, I think that this is um, misguided, somewhat miscalculated. Uh, and I don't think uh, we're, we're, we're just as a few weeks, few short weeks away. We're anticipating that the Ford government is going to be coming out with their plans and their strategies. And I've said it before, and I will say it again. I do not believe that it is going to be that dissimilar to what we saw in the revamped 2015 version. I think there will be certain things that are scaled back, but 
people are getting, uh, I think, unnecessarily excited about certain things on this curriculum that I think will be very much far more forward thinking than people are anticipating. Okay, Adrian Batra, Kim Wright, and Mike Van Solen will be back talking about uh, the new ideas uh, from the new government on how we're going to retail weed. When we come back on topics worthy of discussion, I am Peter Sherman in for Oakley.